This is the Right Now Podcast. We got Bradley Roper with us today. Bradley, thanks for coming in. What's up? Glad to be here. Welcome, welcome. Yeah, we're glad to have our music minister join us. Yes. Bradley, we all know you because your love and borderline obsession with pop culture. We we see the Marvel shirt here. You know, like... We know you love it. I love it. I'm a huge yeah. Marvel guy, oh, Star yeah. Wars, DC, any of that stuff. Yes. And so we're here for a hotly debated topic to start mm. the day off with, with okay. Star Wars. Oh, We yeah. know you love Star Wars. And the recent controversy with the newer movies, some people love them, some people hate them. Yeah. Sequels, same okay. thing. Okay. We want to know what's the best Star Wars movie and why, and then contrast that with what's the worst one. Oh my gosh. So give us your reasoning. So uh, today's episode is going to be about 12 hours long because they asked me to talk about Star Wars. And uh, this is just what happens. I'm just kidding. Uh, Okay. Best one ever, hands down, quite possibly the best movie that's ever been made. Old. Even a a hotter topic. Yeah. I'm going to take it that far. But um, episode five uh, is just where it's at. So Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, Empire. It's a classic. Uh, I just love everything about it. Um, And then as far as the new ones go, I'm a fan, man. Like, everybody's going to say all that they want to say about it, but uh, I'm just a fan, okay? So uh, all the the prequels and the old ones and all the animated series and all of it. I'm I'm here for anything that's got Star Wars' name on it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. there's, There's not really any of it that I don't like, so... I watched all the old ones when I was super little, and then the prequels came out when I was like, I don't know, probably around 12, 13, something like that. So I saw all those in theaters, and uh, that's part of my childhood. So I don't know. I I, I like it all. I think it's the stance I got. Like, I'm a fan. I'm not here to be like, oh, this movie is awful. This one's terrible because of this. I just like it. If it says Star Wars, I'm going to like it. Mm. Yeah, more than likely. I mean, I love everything. Like you, like, I mean, the Clone Wars and stuff, that was my childhood. Yep. And it's just like in, in Lego Star Wars, like that was our thing. Like growing up, yes. it was one of the best Wii games ever. Oh my god, Star Wars! One yeah, of I mean, best. that was that's all we did was yep. build Lego sets, play so Lego good. Star Wars. Yeah, that was that was everything. I still do that. And uh, here's an open invite uh, to stop by my office anytime. <laughs> if you want to see how much of a five year old I really am, uh, <laughs> it's on full display in my office. Uh, Lego sets. Funko Pops, uh, you name it. So yeah, it's pretty awesome. We love that. Yeah, and we love your office in the church. It is probably <laughs> the crown jewel of the Ridgecrest yeah. uh, offices. So probably. yeah, I mean Ray's got his books, but that doesn't hold a candle. Yeah, to... what value is in books? <laughs> like yeah, exactly. who learns anything from books? Nothing. I mean, yeah, it's, it's all about you can't learn what's fun from books. So yeah, so yeah, you, obviously you're on staff here in the ministry. Um, and we, we love having you here on Sundays. You know, it's just, oh, thanks, man. I mean, corporate worship together. It's just, I mean, it's such a special time for the oh, church. Yeah. And we just want to know, like, um, you've been uh, a worship leader for quite some time now. And we want to know, when did you really realize that was your calling? And what, what was that like? What did that, what did that process look yeah. like for you? Okay, that's cool. That's a good question. Um, so I've got a little bit different of a background than probably some other people, in that my family traveled and sang gospel music all over the place uh, from the time I was a little kid. My, my dad sent me a video uh, not too long ago, probably about 
six or eight weeks ago that he found at home of me and my dad and my granddad and my great-granddad singing a concert at my home church where I grew up, and I was like maybe five or something like that. And so that's just what my family's always done is sing to people and, and, and do music and stuff. And I never really learned through that process um, what worship was. It's very different. Like you just, it was great, and it was a great ministry, and I think it meant a lot to people at the time, and I think the Lord really used it. We saw people come to know Jesus and stuff when we would do altar calls and things like that, and it was amazing. But at the same time, it's different when you're singing to somebody versus leading them in worship. And we we sort of came to a place where that ministry ended um, when I was in high school. And I didn't, I, I was pretty sad about it that we weren't, you know, booking places to go anymore and, and sing and do stuff. And But it wasn't until after that that I ever picked up a guitar. And I learned how to play the guitar. And my youth pastor said, hey, will you, I think I was maybe in the maybe ninth grade. He said, "Hey, why don't you do the music for us this week? You've been playing your guitar and doing a little bit. Why don't you, why don't you do our music on Wednesday night for us this week?" So I'm super nervous and huh, okay, I'll I'll give it a shot. And I sang, and for the first time, people were singing with me. And I realized that it wasn't just me singing at people, and them just listening to me but I realized we were all singing to the Lord together. Mm. And that just like something happened in my heart right then. And I knew, man, this is different. You know, this is super different than anything I've ever done. And it wasn't about the number of people or whatever. There was, I don't know, 15, 20 people in there. But uh, there was just something about us all singing to the Lord together that, uh, I've never been able to get rid of that, you know, the desire to do that, to let's come before the Lord together. I remember when I was in the 11th grade, um, I sort of went down after um, my pastor. uh, I grew up at Selma Baptist Church, and he preached a message, and I went down to the altar and told God, I don't know what it looks like. I don't know what this means for the future, but wherever you want me, I'm, I'm there. I'll go, and I'll do it, and I I tried to search that out for a while. What does that look like for me? Um, and I, I went on a bunch of mission trips and kind of searching out, is it is it foreign missions? Is it, you know, all these things? And all the while, uh, knowing that the Lord put this one thing inside of me. You know, everybody's got gifts or talents that the Lord's given, and Brother Ray's been preaching about that through the month of May. But um, knowing that he gave me music, and he gave me that from the time I was a little kid, and knowing what it feels like to lead people to the throne, to focus on Jesus. Um, and I just I just knew I wanted to do that. And I ran from it for a long time. Um, Mark Anderson is a great dude, and he let me uh, sell shoes at Eagle Eye for a super long time, and uh, but encouraged me a lot to, to step out and do what we all knew the Lord was uh, sort of leading me to. And so now here I am, and I'm, uh, I'm getting to do that. And sort of live my dream. And when people say, what's, what's your, what's your dream? I just say, <laughs> I can't think of anything else. I'm doing it. Yeah. Like, this is it. 
I get to I get to sing to Jesus and I get to lead people in that. Um and it's just a blessing. So Yeah. And that's just, a little bit of my story, I think. So Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, just like you talked about when you get saved and you really realize what worship is and how awesome it is that mm-hmm. we get to sing to our creator. It's it's just yeah. great. Yeah. It's a struggle sometimes for people like me and Caleb who might not be as talented <laughs> yeah. as, as you, but you know I mean, the Bible does say make a joyful it's noise. joyful. Yeah. It yeah. Is. yeah. I, I think sometimes. it is. I hope I hope it is. <laughs> sometimes. But maybe not joyful for other people around. Exactly. <laughs> joyful for me, but not, yeah, not everyone surrounding me. That's but what matters. I love music. I love people that just can really belt it. Like I mean, I love listening <laughs> to you on Sundays. And so I want I want to get your take. Who okay. do you think in the music industry, oh. secular or Christian, um, just has like the best voice, your favorite voice? Someone oh, you can man. always listen to. Okay. Uh yikes. My brain just immediately goes. There's a lot of great voices out there. So many. I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying that they're the best, uh, the best singer in the whole entire world, but uh, somebody that I'm always drawn back to uh, over and over again. And it honestly, it's probably because they're such great worship leaders, and I just love that. um, Is uh, Shane and Shane, and they're Mm -hmm. they're one of the. Honestly, I don't think I ever would have picked up a guitar without. Uh, ever hearing them, uh, but Shane Bernard and Shane Everett, uh, I just absolutely love them, and so worshipful, and their hearts for the Lord, and the way they write songs based on Scripture, and it's not really like a vocal thing per se. I mean, they can sing, but yes, they can. But there's a, I, I think it's a lot of things packaged into one. The fact that that's some of the first stuff I was listening to when I was mm-hmm. learning how to play the guitar and. And all this kind of stuff, and and how they write and everything, and I've always loved them. So I don't know. That's a that's a big one for me. I yeah. think is Chain of Chain. They're yeah, great. So so yeah. what kind, what song right now are you like you've got on repeat? Mm, okay. Um. So there is a group called People and Songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you haven't heard People and Songs, go look them up. They're wonderful. Um. But they have a rewrite of an old hymn called A New Name Written Down in Glory. Uh, and it's a bop, uh, bop and a half, and, bop and a uh, half, bop and a half, Whole and uh, yeah, and, wow. and and I'm digging it. Uh, Psalm, I think it's uh, maybe Psalm 34, but it's called "Oh Taste and See." Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the Shane and Shane song. Um, that one's on repeat. And then one, uh, I don't know when this is going to come out, but I'm super pumped that this Sunday uh, we're doing a new song by Maverick City, and it's called "I Thank God," and mm-hmm. I. I listen to that one like five times a day. So, yeah, awesome. so that's a fantastic song. That's great. We're looking forward to hearing that one. Yeah, hopefully. it's going to be good. So, yeah, um, it's awesome to hear. You know, those are all great songs. Um, we want to go back to now that we've talked about, like, worship. We also go back to the scripture yeah. and just, you know, however important worshiping is through song, we always want to take it back to God's word. And so we want to look at what passage of scripture is changing your life, like, right now. You know, what's just really yeah. rich. That's good. Um, so I think it, you know, stuff like this varies from time to time because the Lord's always teaching, and Brother Ray talks about that a lot, um, about how God is always leading us somewhere. And so I think through the years, whatever's going on in life or something um, kind of changes that focus and the things that really stand out in Scripture for me. And it's probably that way for all of us too, but... Um, I, I love anything that just talks about, like all the Psalms, you know, just talking about praising the Lord and stuff. But one thing that I teach a lot 
to the college kids, uh, and that really stands out to me is is anything that's just super practical. I don't have to just have some degree and and really just think about what does this mean. It's just right there on the page, and that's what it means. And things that are so relevant. And so one of those things, um, I'm just going to read it because I don't want to mess it up. But um, it's uh, out of First Peter chapter 2. And I love First Peter. It's one of my all-time favorites. But this one is, uh, I think, so relevant to 2021 yeah. right now. And everything that's going on, just the political climate and just everything around us. Um, but it's First Peter 2, and starting in verse 11, it just says, Beloved, I urge you as sojourners and exiles to abstain from passions of the flesh which wage war against your soul. Keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable, so that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of visitation. I know that's kind of different, but it's just in today's day and age where everything is so volatile, and, and Brother Ray talks all the time about how times are changing and there's no telling what the future looks like for the church and, and just different policies and things. Knowing that, keeping my conduct honorable, just being who God has called me to be, no matter what people throw at me, no matter what I may be accused of or something like that, that's not important. What's important is being the man that God called me to be, and that will make a difference. It just says, so that they may see your good deeds and glorify God, you know? Just being who God's called us to be in spite of whatever comes our way is a witness in and of itself. It doesn't always take eloquent words, you know? In the midst of any uncertainty, any trials, any temptations, any anything, keep your conduct honorable. You know, it's not always about my opinion or how I feel or what makes me mad or anything like that. It's about being who God has called me to be and keeping my conduct honorable among the Gentiles or the outsiders, the non-believers, you know, and not being one of those people that gives somebody a reason to think the church is full of hypocrites or something like that, but just keeping my conduct honorable, being who God's called me to be and letting that make a difference um, in the world around me. So, yeah. That'll preach right there. Amen. You know, there you go. So, yeah, thanks for the word, Bradley. Yeah, thanks man. for coming on. And I hope that everyone that listens to this is just encouraged by that. And uh, we'll see you next week.